Poison Rana. Honey, what up there? Music hit the crowd is lit, you know it's going down. Announcers know that pound for pound, these superstars the dopest round. Be Detroit will lock you in a lion tamer, no disclaimer. Me inside your back, you forced to tap his facts, you in some danger. See no tagging and suplexing like he tags and spazzing out on rappers. Give receipts as stiff as mannequins. We cashing in. My brothers know what up though. My cousins know what up though. My fans in the family from the city say what up though. My mama know what up though. My auntie say what up though All around the city if you with me say what up though Bring the hammer like it's Valentine You know we bout that action prime Breaking through your stable flaming table used for power bombs Pristine classics with these matches we putting on Knees slapping super kicking bars strong as Glamazon What up though welcome back to another episode of what up though I am your host BB Detroit joined again with my guy John Cena. What's going on, brother? What's going on, man? Uh, sorry for the delay for everybody. You know, it's usually we try to get this up like the beginning of the month, but you know, a lot of shit happening. Obviously, we're you're part of the woods. We're, we'll talk about that and everything. But um, yeah, you'll be hearing a lot more of us in the next coming uh, weeks anyway. So you, you're you're gonna get spoiled by the uh by the What Up Doe crew. Absolutely, the What Up Doe crew. The uh, Turning Hills podcast is taking over the Up Next uh form, and we're gonna be running up next while Braden and Davey take a little trip over across the pond to uh see all in. Right, all in yeah. it is going to be going down. If you can go to the show, please hurry up and grab the tickets. I'm not sure how much they got available, but if you can make it, please, uh, you know, go and stop in and have a have a plane with the boys. You know, um, yeah, little, I wish little, I could. I'm make a little it. jealous. Yeah, I was gonna say the same thing. Like I, 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 you know, I used to live in Italy, obviously, but I never did like the rest of Europe, and I would always like to. And I was like, I want to get older. Um, but yeah, I mean, I'm sorry, like AW, but this wasn't gonna make me like just drop everything and go. <laughs> if they talk about a WrestleMania there in the next couple of years, and yeah, I would definitely consider it. Yeah. Go see family in Italy, bring you know, bring the whole BSK crew over to Italy and start having mm-hmm. some some cappuccino or whatever, and then uh, we'll head over to a WrestleMania. But yeah, if in the next couple of years, if they, if they make it like official, a WrestleMania coming over there, I'm definitely gonna pack my bags and try to make that trip and then BSK Euro trip. Man, yeah, that's that's the move for me. WrestleMania is over across the pond. I'm I'm going for sure. Um, this all in card wasn't the card that you know, to get somebody to jump, but you didn't need that because tickets are already sold by the time they right, of the course. Card. So you know, Tony kind of played a little game with that. But uh, speaking of that, let's just jump into a little wrestling there. I mean, why not? Sure. How do you feel about the all in card? You know, like just as of so far, everything that we have announced. What's yeah. your feeling on it? Um, it doesn't feel like the biggest show ever, honestly. Like, yeah, there's some good matches so far, but a lot of it's stuff that we've seen already, some rematches. Like, I'm sure Young Bucks and FTR is going to be great, but right. we've seen it already. It's not like a once-in-a-lifetime type thing. Uh, CM Punk and Samoa Joe, same thing. If they would have not done this match just a couple weeks ago for the Ormond Hard tournament, and this was, like, the first time they wrestled in so long, like, okay, it would have been special, but we just saw it. Um, What else we have? We have the MGF and Adam Cole thing. I, I've said my thoughts already on Collision Course, if you haven't heard it, but, yeah. I, like, I don't think... Like I like this bill. It's it's funny. Like I like the the whole comedy thing, but it doesn't work for this match. Like it's supposed to be the biggest show of all time, wrestling show of all time. This is your main event. This is your world championship match. And these dudes are like at a trampoline park. And then like they have this random pre-show match. Like, okay, like I I, I hope I'm pretty sure it's gonna lead to like some big angle, but even that aside, just the build to it, like with the whole comedy aspect, it doesn't feel like you know, your main event for the biggest show of all time. Like imagine like the rock and stone cold were like, yeah. you know. 
hang uh, out yeah, at like that's the exactly Mustard or something like it, it, <laughs> it doesn't feel like that and then like the rest of the card we don't even know like what's happening right there's like rumors i'm sure by the time you hear this we'll probably have some more matches announced on dynamite but the rumor is like what kenny omega in a six-man match this could be outdated by who by all that we know it could just be omega and osprey gets announced um but it's like even so like the fact that it's like not even less than two weeks away and then you have like all out happening the week after you have to build to like it's all in just going to be like a giant kickoff for all out and like all the matches are going to lead to angles mm-hmm. to set up matches for the following week and then don't even get me started on this whole cm punk thing that's going on because that's all everybody's talking about now <laughs> i i can't like open up twitter and not read about cm punk um there's always something going on whether it's something small something big the fact that the spotlight is on cm punk so is anybody even talking about all in right now was this like the elaborate plan to like get people distracted on this shitty build the shitty card and talk about what CM Punk is talking, you know, who who's he kicking out of the building this week? Like, wh- what are your thoughts on this whole like CM Punk? Like, Dude, this, I feel like every month there's something with CM Punk, but yeah, the, the new the new stuff now with him kicking people out of collision, people and, out. Uh, and having you know apologizing to at Hangman Adam Page after talking shit about him. Like, wh- what are your thoughts on this whole CM Punk fiasco? <clears throat> I think CM Punk. It's it's hard to say like, oh, this is work. He knows what he's doing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's easy to say that if that's the second occurrence of this thing. This is a normal, typical run of the mill CM Punk stories on Twitter. This is what he does. This one is a little bit much because it's like, dude, you're running up on fucking Dolph's brother. I'm sorry, I can't. I think can't think of his name right Ryan now. Nemeth. Ryan Nemeth. Ryan Nemeth. You're running up on Ryan Nemeth, and you, you got a you got a bone to pick with Jungle Boy, and you you don't want Danielson at the show and every. This what is the head is of this? talent relations. Yeah, like, allowing what is the this? He- one of the head of talent relations into the building, Christopher Daniels, Matt Hardy, who like, okay, he's friends with like the elite, but yeah. you're, you're going to tell Matt Hardy he can't be in the building? Like, this is ridiculous. So honestly, if it is like a work, right? If it's a work, brother, this is embarrassing and it's stupid yeah. and it's ridiculous. Like, yeah. I feel like if people, if they find out this is a work, you, of course, you're going to have like your diehard AEW fans. Like, yeah, this is amazing. But the majority of like regular people, people that have been watching wrestling since day one of their life, they're going to think this is stupid and you might lose a lot of fans, honestly. Yeah, like you're going to get those diehards, but you're going to lose a lot of fans because there's going to be some WCW shit right here. Ex- exactly. That's, and that's exactly what this looks like, because if this is a work, what work helps make your boss look like he's not controlling the company like that does not look good for anybody at all, because what payoff does he have? Does he come out and fucking give CM Punk a standard? No. He's just sitting in the back. We don't see Tony besides if you're there live or, you know what I'm saying? You see him in the beginning, you see him in the end. Nothing pays off of this. So this work makes no sense if it's a work, but I don't think it is. I think CM Punk is just back there ruling with an iron fist and making sure nobody's at his show, which is hilarious to me because it's collision, dude. It's a Saturday night. You need all the help you can get. You know, yeah, you, need, it, it, you need to book those cards as strong as possible. I've watched... I, I, I listened to Collision Course more than I watched the show. I've watched probably three Collision episodes, and they've had the same guys in the main event every episode. Sure is, yeah. So that being a CM Punk show is not making me want to watch more. You advertise Thunder Rosa. You advertise Scorpio Sky. I don't even know if these guys have been on the show yet. Mm, Scorpio Sky was, and then he got injured, but he's friends with the Elite, so maybe he's not allowed in the building. He's probably Thunder not allowed. Rosa, yeah, he was... She's still injured, but she's, like, making her way back, I feel like, okay. pretty soon. What what the hell though? Like you need all the help you can get. We oh I don't want the young bucks here. The young bucks make people watch the show. All right, like um, even okay. Let's just say even if this is like it wasn't a work, but we're just gonna like somehow finesse it into a work, right? Let's just say like 
all in ends with like CM Punk talking crap and Hangman Page comes out and everybody's trying to hold it back and everybody's like, oh my God, excited. And they lead to a match the following week. Sure, people are going to get excited. People are going to watch it. People are going to go crazy. But after the smoke is clear, they're going to be like, that was pretty stupid. That whole thing was pretty, pretty, pretty dumb. Absolutely. And honestly, the next couple of weeks heading into all in, I'm really intrigued because you have this show in Georgia. Um, like the week before All In or the Wednesday before All In, and they're mm-hmm. going to be taping Dynamite, Rampage, and Collision all on the same show because they have no choice. So I'm really intrigued what the hell's going to happen on that show. And then I know it's not going to happen, but I would love like all these people to, like right after the show is done, they all get on the plane and fly over to London and we have like the plane ride from hell part two. Oh, I know they're no. all going to have separate jets and all that with oh, yeah. Punk and yeah, oh, but yeah. like imagine all these guys were on the same airplane and they had to like go to fly over to, to, to Wembley, but it's it's ridiculous. And when they come back, they're all going to be in Chicago. So it's like, what is the elite not going to be allowed in Chicago? Like, what is CM Punk going to do? Like, there, it's 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 ridiculous. They want to get booed out the is... building like they did last time. CM exactly. Punk so is if the, if they, that's the only place yeah. he's a babyface. Yeah. So let's just say they do lead to like CM Punk versus Hangman Page at All Out, right? Let's just say hypothetically that's the match. CM Punk, it looks like the heel in this. He's going right. to be treated like Jesus Christ in the only city that cares about him, which is Chicago. So like, I don't know. This whole thing just seems ridiculous. Like. Uh, why did the elite resign? Honestly, like I feel like they might either regret it or they know something that we don't. And maybe CM Punk is on his way out. Uh, I don't know, but like somebody has to go. Like they can't keep doing this for another five years, whatever the contracts are. Like this back and forth shit. And if it does lead to, let's just say right now they're not on speaking terms, but they do eventually lead to a match like in a year or two. Mm-hmm. I don't think anybody's gonna care by then. Like it's gonna be a big deal for like a day, and yep. then is nobody's gonna care because this, this whole thing is ridiculous. Like it's really embarrassing. Like I have people that like barely watch wrestling hitting me up saying yo what is going on with cm punk like what's his problem like the same shit that's always been going on and i was the biggest cm punk fan like i had every single cm punk t-shirt i love mm-hmm. the whole straight edge society and then when he left and he came back and even when he did nexus like i i was with him up until usc i supported him when he went to freaking ufc and then right. like once he came back and did the whole aw thing i'm just like this dude's doing the same shit he did 10 15 years ago like it doesn't flow for me like it's, it doesn't hit me the same way and it's really embarrassing and it's like I, I don't know if I can support this guy anymore. Like, I would love to. Don't get me wrong. I, I love him as a wrestler. He's, he's one of my favorite wrestlers of all time. But what he's doing nowadays is just making me really talk shit about this 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 company, which I don't want to. But he's, yeah. a, I hate, you know, he's been said a cancer to the company, but that's what it feels like right now. It's yeah, really embarrassing been, to AEW in general. He's been hoganing it up. Um, so that's a term we can use. <laughs> but yeah, and, it, and don't because, get me started on, on Tony Khan. Like, oh, come yeah, on, like, yeah, come Tony on. Khan. You got to do something. Yeah, you got to do he's something. Gotta, he's got to give at least one statement on all his controversy because Sam Punk, <clears throat> he's on collision every every week, right? I have no idea who he's facing in these main events because none of it matters, right? I don't care about who he's facing because I'm worried about what he's doing on Twitter. If he's not facing the guys he shitting on on Twitter, I really don't care to watch him on Saturday night. Yeah. We're not going to dress it like it's not happening. It's like WWE right now. They're doing the exact same thing WWE does. That they, they, The controversy happens, they mention nothing of it, and they just keep mowing on and want you to care about the storylines. Like, no, dude. You have to say something. CM Punk has to say something toward these guys on air. Tony Khan has to say something toward these guys on air. Do we need a Mr. McCon going on right now? Mr. <laughs> like McCon. Like I don't know, man, but they need to use this and flip it because the negative um eyes on this company right now is just too much right now. And yeah, we're not we're not getting CM Punk versus Ryan Nemeth on collision. We're not getting CM oh, Punk no. versus Matt Hardy, CM Punk versus Christopher Daniels. But I would watch for that. I would watch yeah. for CM Punk versus Ryan Nemeth. It might get Ryan Nemeth over. Who yeah. knows? At the who knows? Hopefully, and, 
and knowing Tony Khan because of his history, he probably will do something like that because usually if they like were able to fix at least some of it, they're gonna yeah. like try to make as much buzz out of it. So yeah, we might get like CM Punk versus Ryan Nemeth at like the all out zero hour, whatever the fuck, you know, something stupid <laughs> just to like pop a rating. Um, That's a safe yeah, one though, because it's not like CM Punk versus any of the Bucks. Ryan Nemeth is a guy that CM Punk probably can apologize to and make amends. It's not the Bucks. There's not uh, Hangman Page. It's not Kenny Omega. So, you know, it's it's one that could happen. And I've, I've, we've heard like John and Wayne. I'm, I'm pretty sure up next spoke about it as well. But like the whole like story of the CM Punk and Ryan Nemeth thing. CM Punk comes off like a bully. This was like his second yeah. night in the company. He like yeah. got into his face and was like, Yo, you want to take it outside? It's like, dude, you just came back from suspension for a fight and you want to fight somebody? A Ryan, no offense to Ryan Nemeth, but you want to like lose your job or potentially get suspended over Ryan Nemeth because yep. you, you can bully him. Like, I don't see you going into John Moxley's face after he called you a kid on uh, the Renee podcast. Like, how come we don't do this to Moxley? Oh, you can't do it to Moxley, of course. But Ryan Nemeth. Oh, Moxley's yeah, bleeding. He didn't want to get any Yeah, blood. but it's like, <laughs> you're going you're gonna to bully somebody who's not even like part of your company. Somebody who's like been holding it down through the pandemic. Like, yeah, he's a job or whatever enhancement talent. But this dude's been here busting his ass, you know, since yeah. since day one, really. And you're just going to come into the company and tell him to get the fuck out. Like, you yeah. can't be on the show. It's the whole thing is embarrassing. I, I, I hate talking about it because it's like whenever you talk see anybody who like knows anything about wrestling, oh, what's going on with CM Punk? And it's like, fuck, I feel like the delegate has to like try to like reason it. Yeah. And I'm like, I can't reason it. The whole thing just seems ridiculous. And you There's try to no toe reasoning. the line while you're explaining it. It's like, hold on. This, no, this guy just seems like a dick. You know, and it's like it's, we shouldn't even be talking about this. We should talk about all in. We should be talking about this biggest show of all time. And nobody's talking about it right now. Nobody's talking about that show right now. I, and nobody knows the card, so there's nothing to really talk about. So, and nobody's the people that knows the the little bit of the card aren't happy with it. So, that's yeah. the it's all negative, all negativity around is pay per view. You got to sell this to me, and um, yeah, I don't I'm not my wallet's not jumping off the counter to get to this. Yeah, I, I, I'll tell you what, both of those Sundays for all in and all out, I'm working my job, and yeah, I probably could have like switched over my hours or whatever. I was mm-hmm. like. I don't want to. It's okay. I'll just I'll stay away from spoilers. Yeah, but I'll come home and I'll just watch it. Yeah. I might put it on two X speed. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yo. At this point, like I'm sorry. Like I'm sure it's gonna look amazing. I'm sure BDE everybody's gonna enjoy it in Wembley just for the experience of being there. Yeah, I would love yeah. to be there. But the card itself is that gonna be like what people are talking about? Probably not. They're gonna be talking maybe like one or two big moments. We might get like a huge surprise or so. Oh my god! But like weeks down the line, you're gonna be like that wasn't a good build at all, and that wasn't yeah. worth it to me. I have no doubt that. MJF and Adam Cole are gonna have a great match. No doubt in my yeah. mind. They're okay. gonna have a great match. Adam Cole's great. MJF's great. It's gonna be a great match. But how we got there, don't care. Don't care, dude. This this is um these vignettes, I haven't even gave my thoughts on these vignettes yet, but it's just NXT 2.0 level bullshit. People like it. People think it's funny. Uh, well, I like that's what, that's what kills me. Like NXT did the same stuff, and people thought. It was so stupid. It was childish. But of course, when AEW does it, oh, we can't talk bad about it. Yeah. It's great when they do it. Why? It's the same shit. It's literally it's the same, the same shit. It's the exact style, same, same camera. And mm-hmm. like, it's okay because they're doing it. It's embarrassing to have on and somebody's like, what the fuck are you watching? These guys <laughs> at the trampoline park. You know, it's yeah, it's cool. The people who dig it, dig it. That's fine with me. I don't have a problem with that. But I do not like it. I Every time it's on, like they're the vignettes are on, or they're like the little saga in the ring. I'm I'm turning, I'm turning the shit off. I watch AEW predominantly at work because I'm working the afternoons right now. Mm-hmm. So that little time that I'm wasting watching, I'm just like, dude, I don't, I can't, 
<laughs> I don't want to watch this shit. I don't want anybody to see me watching these two guys at this trampoline park or yeah. or out to get fake drinks. You know what I mean? <laughs> so I, I'm good, man. I, give me the in-ring product, AEW, and that's what you guys make me happy with. I love it. I oh, have yeah. a problem. They never fail in ring. Like when when the matches are on, the matches are on. Like I, I yeah. love it. But yeah, it's the outside stuff that I'm just like, yeah. It's a lot more problems, this. but we don't we have to get into that. We can get into some real fake wrestling, which um we used to be the specialist of. Um, if you don't know, me and John Cena ran a little podcast back in what's 2020? 2021, I want to say 2020, 2021. Yeah, like yeah. yeah. Uh Hills is back on TV on Stars Network, and me and John Cena used to cover it weekly. Yep. And now that it's back on TV and we have this show, what up though? We're just gonna cover it um in chunks like we do now. So as of right now, we have three episodes out. If you're not um a watcher of the show, please give it a try if you're a wrestling fan. It's really, really good, especially this season to get more in-ring work and everybody's look like they're trying to work a little bit harder. Um, so you know, episode one through three, give me your first impressions of it. So, I mean, it picks up right from where the last season um, ended. If you guys didn't see it, basically, it was like a whole fiasco between the brothers, Ace and Jack, and then like Crystal, who's been like this one female representation on the whole roster. This just wants a chance for everything. And she ended up winning the belt. It was like some money in the bank scenario type thing. Yeah. So she won the title and then they kind of go right into it. They kind of like go through repercussions like Jack and Ace still aren't talking. You know, Crystal's like, yeah, you got a nice moment, but we got to take this away from you. So she's dealing with that. Um, You just have like, you know, the outside sources trying to like you know destroy the credibility for what they did putting the title on a woman it's a lot of things that like really like reflect in nowadays in wrestling yeah. so to, to watch it if you know like any sense of anything behind the scenes AEW and wwe it's like you a lot of these things are things that we've dealt with already um issues you know between like talent or whatever but um yeah i've been highly enjoying it. i've been like just eager for it to return and finally it's back after two years and unfortunately they can't really promote it because of the whole um sag strike that's going on with the actors and everything so you really haven't seen any promotion like cm punk is a more prominent character this season and even his wife is being brought in with aj lee i know they're teasing her already um but it's like you don't really hear too much about it because they can't really promote it unfortunately um but yeah the people that have know about it and haven't watched it yet please please do watch it it's, it's really cool it's only eight episodes for the first season and this season's also eight episodes mm-hmm. but I've been, I've been enjoying it man. It's lot, like you know they talk about like podcasting and wrestling yeah. it's pretty funny like to see it's, it's really like surreal to see like them like talk about and do things that we that we see on a daily basis but yeah i've been i've been enjoying it honestly it, and i like how it just kind of went right back to where it ended in the last season like no no real like break in between just yeah. straight continuation of how they ended off yeah it was kind of cool like to see because if you watched um, the last episode, soon as Ace walks out, the next season starts, really. You know yep. what I mean? So and um, so episode one, we go back into like a little bit of backstory and how um, Ace was brought into the wrestling business. Um, their father did not want King Spade, Jack Spade. Or not, was it Jack Spade? No, it's uh, so, Tom Spade, right? Tom Spade was a dad. Yeah, Tom Spade. Uh, King Spade um, never wanted Ace to start wrestling. And... It's kind of like a thing that they did after he died. So it was like this: just, just bring him in to kind of get the get the city, um, you know, heal the hearts of the people in the city who was missing Tom Spade. And um, Ace came in, and the crowd loved him. And boom, there you go, the biggest baby face in Duffy wrestling. So um, that was kind of cool. Um, episode two goes into the backlash of the last show in episode um, in season one. Which was even better because they show, hey, you know, Crystal, she just walked up and grabbed this title belt and they had to explain it. And they end up giving her a rematch um, ladder match against um, 
Jack Spade and Wild Bill, and she retrieves the title again and wins. Um, what did you think about her work in uh, episode two? Because she was really in the ring, like really throwing it down. What do you think? Oh yeah, and she got like a whole like gimmick change, right? So like originally she was like a valet. She was like the bunny, yeah. a bunny valet for um, uh, what's his face, the the, the, the Wild Bill. Wild he was, Bill he yeah. Was, yeah, he was she was a valet for him, but now it's like she left and she came back. And she, it was like a WWE trope, right? She comes in through the <laughs> through the crowd and she got like yeah. a whole new like camouflage outfit and she's like, my name isn't Bunny, my name is Crystal. Like you know, just straight shoot him, brother. Like no no more gimmicks, straight up. <laughs> yeah. who I am. So that was brother. pretty cool to have to have that and kind of like you know bring like. It, we see this before where it's like oh people don't deserve the title so it's like we kind of have to take it away from them and she's like no like I, i'm the champion like i should be defending it give me a chance or whatever and she's like throwing out ideas and this and that and just kind of see her like actually like propose ideas and actually work out was really cool um we're going into like an invasion angle as well with the dystopia oh, yeah. like that, yeah. that that's straight out of wrestling like you you, you know uh, for, Rooster formerly was with with the Spades and and he left and now he's like I still got the keys to the old building so they have like a whole like invasion <laughs> angle which is really cool and it seems like they're kind of setting up like their own like forbidden door right because yeah. they're like listen we let's make money off of this let's let's everybody knows that we're beefing but why not we can we all like capitalize off of it so I do like how they're kind of like leading into that and then also like Crystal's the only woman so they're like listen if you're gonna wrestle. Um, it was like the same time they were actually showing like and I'm sure this is like based on real events as well but yeah. the same time that they were promoting her like like in an angle where she gets beat up by a guy there was like actual athletes and other sports caught on tmz whatever showing that they were beating on women so it's like maybe it's not not a good idea yep. so maybe we need to bring in actual females for you to wrestle and i think there's gonna be the introduction of aj lee like i'm pretty sure this is what it's gonna lead to um so actually have her compete against other women is something we haven't seen in the show before she's been mm-hmm. the sole representation it's just been her fighting men so i do like how they're kind of like showing like real life events with like oh we can't really do this right now because of how the media presents uh man on woman violence so i do like how they kind of use like real life events like that yeah and it kind of looks like um it kind of looks like no women have ever competed in Duffy wrestling either. So this yeah. is kind of cool for like, you know, inside of their history or whatever for the Lord to show. Um, like you was speaking about episode uh, two, um, the rooster goes over to dystopia and we find out that he's a champion now. Yeah. So just like he, that. Yeah. Cause the last season he just left and now we find out he's the champion. He's holding the belt and um, he's ready to do a forbidden door, which is kind of cool because, we haven't really seen uh, dystopia wrestling on um, on heels at all. Um, no, we, we see like that... clips on it, like they show like a little highlight. Well, we've seen TNA ECW. <laughs> yeah, TNA. <laughs> yeah. It was like a ECW like yeah, very. Yeah. But yeah, I would like to see like an actual like you know we talked about the Wu Tang show and how like they kind of have like standalone episodes. Mm-hmm. I would like to see like one of these episodes be like dystopia, like to yeah. show yep. their side and show what they look like on TV and everything. That'd be kind of cool. Just show a whole like card. We might get that. Yeah, yeah that, that'd, that'd be card, pretty right? dope. Just show a whole card because they supposed to be like the the extremer type right, of wrestling of down in the South right now because even Rooster's dad's like, I don't know about that wrestling you're doing over in dystopia. Nobody had to hit a man with Bob Wyatt. No, he said Rocky Johnson didn't have to hit a man with a Bob yeah. Wyatt <laughs> to win. I was of like, course. oh, that was a good one. They, they're throwing a little bit more um like sneak little wrestling easter eggs in there for you too so it's kind of cool with this season so um like uh cottonmouth has his own podcast and mm-hmm. they're going him and him and uh wild bill's going crazy on the podcast and it's blowing up this popping the territory it's they, they're really doing a good job with this shout out steven Mill, man but i'm it what, sucks that where, they where, 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 where's your boy apocalypse though he's like mia they like mentioned him being they on mentioned him, or yeah. something is he like legit, like not on the show? Like I don't they know said he went AWOL. Now. I'm not sure. Um, mm. I haven't seen anything with James Harrison at all. I don't know if he's doing anything with like football or anything. But they just said he went AWOL in the show, which 
kind of explains it. I don't know because yeah. I don't know. He was in yeah. the last episode, though, right? Because he was in the Battle Royal in the last episode of yeah, season and, one. And this happens in wrestling. You know, people just disappear. So it's okay. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's it's pro wrestling. <laughs> this, is, this is the most pro wrestling they can get. Yeah. Uh, okay. So real quickly, did you, episode three, which more um, it's more outside of the ring it was more family work it was more yeah because at the same time jack and his wife are like having issues and they're not living together and she's kind of staying staying with her friend and he's kind of doing his own thing but he's like it's like weird because he had like this note that his dad had left him um where he's where he never like opened it till recently and like he's been trying to contact his brother ace and ace isn't responding Mm -hmm. and the note just said from his dad like take care of your brother and he's like now now i really need to like do what i need to do and ace is kind of kind of doing his own thing like he's just like he took his xbox and he went camping or something and then he (laughs) But he's like, you could tell like he's trying to be better because it was like one point where he like almost got into it with like a gas uh, gas station attendant. He could have like kicked his ass, but he was like, let me not do that. So he kind of like took it easy. So you're seeing like Ace trying to control himself in a way. He's trying. Um, he's not a he good just... guy. He, he lets you know that. But we since from watching season one, we know Ace is an asshole. So. Yeah, it's like right, right when you think he's a good guy, he does something stupid. Like, for example, he goes on his camping trip and he like somehow gets drunk and falls off the cliff and fucking like breaks his ankle, or whatever. And he's like there all night. And then these two ladies like finally help him out. You know, they bring him over to a hotel to make sure he's okay, whatever. And as they're about to leave, he's like, Hey, where are you girls going? You know, you want to do like a little threesome? And these two ladies are clearly into each other and not into him. And they're just like, dude, read the room. What are you, what are you doing? We just like <laughs> saved your life. And you're over here like throwing this. And they just leave. And you see this expression on Ace's face, like, I'm stupid. I was really yeah, stupid. I should have been appreciative of these ladies. And I just like, you know, threw in a, a menage a trois and they just totally <laughs> made me feel like an idiot. And I'm over here like, and then he just started destroying the hotel room. And that's when um, Jack finally like met up with him and they, they have some sort of like agreement now to kind of yeah. work together in a way. Um, the, the one part of the episode that was um, kind of horror, Jack, uh, Ace has a dream. And, oh, um, yes. Oh looks really, really real. Um, and Crystal's at his side and she breaks his ankle misery style you know what i mean <laughs> that was that was straight up like horror right? that was, was crazy like some evil dead shit yeah. and then tom spade comes zombie tom spade comes out the yeah. bathroom with his fucking head blown off and he's telling ace to hold it together and i'm like what am i watching right now the show takes a turn like that and i'm like okay they could have got me <laughs> yeah originally i'm like wait a minute why is crystal i thought crystal moved on i'm like oh wait a minute this is a dream isn't it and then, right yeah, zomb- yeah. zombie tom and everything yeah. but yeah when she miseries the ankle i was like oh this is a dream this is really cheap. So I know we spoke about really some good. like potential ideas. Like I said, like I want to see like some sort of de- in a dystopia episode. But w- what mm-hmm. else would you like to see this season? We got five episodes left. Is there anything else you you like to see or any characters maybe explored more? Uh, I want to see a cage match um, mm. because it's 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 a match that people don't even like in real wrestling like that much. I want to see if they can um, you know kind of get that emotion across in the TV show. Um, they did a ladder match, which was cool. I actually wanted to see more wrestling matches and tropes portrayed across this TV show. You know, um, I don't know. Give give us another territory. Um, wasn't didn't they have like a fake like WWE promotion that Wild Bill used to work for? Let's yep. get some integration like with up that. North, yeah, yeah. Like let's get some integration with that, and you know, just let's just and maybe get some more wrestlers in. Hopefully, I think some of these guys who like a Ryan Nemeth. Why is he not like on the show? Like stuff like that. You know what I mean? Like people yeah. who, who could get a little bit of buzz from being on this show. And they're like, Oh, he's a real wrestler. I think more guys should try to get on this show. I th- it's and I good, think it's we will. I, I think I heard um, Savannah Evans from impact. I'm pretty sure I read shout out to Andrew Thompson. I'm pretty sure you put up an article saying that she like confirmed she's going to be on this season. So we're definitely gonna see like a lot more women. Dope. And I feel like that might be like 
detrimental for Crystal herself. Like I feel like it might be like in a like an eye opening experience. Like AJB, I feel like she's gonna come in there and just run circles around her. Oh, and yeah. Crystal's gonna be like, oh shit, oh, yeah. like <laughs> I, I'm not as good as I think I am. Maybe I need to like do a little better. And I feel like that's what we might get out of this. I feel like AJ like might embarrass her, take the title from her, and then Crystal has a little like like I said, a uh, eye-opening experience. Like I need to like get my shit together and, and possibly get sit down to developmental or something. I feel like that's gonna be the thing, right? Like they teased it last season where Ace was like he almost got a NXT contract to go to developmental, yep. but he said no to it. I feel like we might get that. I feel like we might get somebody. Um, maybe that's what Apocalypse is doing. Maybe he got that uh the NIL deal or some or something. <laughs> that NXT. I feel like that'll be the thing. I feel like somebody might get like a a. And actually, like, show it. Show, like, this other up north promotion and show, like, how greater they are, whatever. But exactly. I feel like, yeah, we might actually get that. We might actually get, like, somebody who actually leaves the territory to bigger and better things. And it'd be nice. It'd be nice. Um, And maybe some tag team wrestling. They haven't did any tag mm. team wrestling yet. So that'd be good. Like, an actual, like, um, like tag team to come in. Yeah. Like, um, just, you know, just random guys. Like, your guys, the main event. Get them on there. But uh, the, the dad is an actual, he actually does spots, right? He's yeah. on the show. Mm hmm. I mean, you know, let's get some more guys in there. I don't so know. I'm looking, at, really good, I, I'm looking at like the names of the episodes for the last five episodes. Just see if there's like any like hints or whatever. Mm-hmm. So ep- episode four is called Heavy Heads. Uh, episode five is Who the Hell is the Condamned? So maybe the Condamned is like some sort of stable or tag team or something. Mm. You never know. Uh, yeah. We have uh, episode six is Appearances. Episode seven is The Things That Matter. And episode eight is High Flying. So yeah, we might be leading to some sort of like big match. I feel like that's that was a big thing last year, right? Like it ended up in that big show, that big event. So I feel like this year yeah. we might get like either maybe like the part two of the fair the fair show whatever or something um but that's another uh, little side thing i like how uh, we find out that the reason they got like all this fair money is because while bill was able to uh uh hook up with the the, the, the lady that like that runs the whole fair district commission yeah, or whatever he's and, in her own room and shit yeah. so he so he feels owed to from from willie he's like yeah listen like if it wasn't for me you guys wouldn't get any of this so i do yeah. like how they're continuing this like wild bill character and him uh you know nefarious means getting stuff done yeah, they're, they're upgrading the dome too. They got a Titan Tron now and shit. Oh yeah, so, that, like, that was hilarious. Like, yeah, that was they're like, oh, they're like, oh, we gotta we gotta play a Mario Kart on here, and they're like going <laughs> off about it. The one line that had me like laughing for some weird reason was a uh, uh, Bobby Penn, who's like a really like nerd dorky character, but he's with Crystal. Don't get me wrong. Right. They're like talking about things or whatever, and they're talking about Mario Kart, and I think it was a uh, Cotton Cottonmouth was like, oh, I can't wait to play as Diddy Kong. And Bobby, like, it was kind of like on the distance. Bobby's like, oh, Diddy Kong hasn't been a character, a playable character since Nintendo Wii days, and it's like, dude. That's such a nerd thing to say, but like, re- I feel like wrestling fans oh, and wrestlers actually, do like talk yeah. like that. Yeah, uh, that's, actually, something like, that's something like Xavier Woods would say, like, "Oh, he actually hasn't been playable since 2017 or whatever the case is." So <laughs> that little line was was pretty funny, but um, yeah. yeah, they're like I, the fact that they got like one Tron, like they're like it's Just like the, one. the, yeah, the that's best all we thing need. ever. Yeah, yeah, we can. He's like, "Oh, I can get graphics up. We're gonna get some clips, play promos on it." Yeah, we, I'm like, "Yeah, this is." Now we're talking wrestling, baby. Now that's, we're that's that scene itself actually gave some development to the Willie character. So if you haven't known, Willie is kind of like Jack's like right hand woman, and she oh, yeah. like was helping her dad and all that. So while Jack is dealing with the stuff with his family and dealing with it, his ace and everything, his wife, like he kind of left Willie in charge. And we see Willie trying to like write the script of the show, and you can see that they're just totally not giving her the, the time of day. They're like all oh, just totally distracted by the Tron and everything else. And then Bill comes in, and they all get distracted and leave. So that's another like little bit character development with Willie like trying to like put her foot down. And uh, people not listening to her. So maybe yeah. this is a uh, life imitating art. Maybe she's like Tony Khan here and everybody's uh, too busy <laughs> listening to CM Punk instead. So who I, be, yeah, Wild Bill will be CM Punk then. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> but it's crazy because CM Punk's in the show. He's actually, he's actually on, on commentary the show, this season. Right? Yeah. Um, Ricky Raby's on commentary. I'm yes. like, oh, he's 
he's kind of over in the show, but that's cool though. It's cool that they even have a commentary team because they didn't even have that in the first yeah. season. So they're streaming online now. So that's it's pretty cool. It's pretty cool. The show to see this um this Fed develop into like a small indie that's like I mean it's already a small indie, but it's like really growing as an indie on this TV show. It's kind of cool to watch. So more I do want to see them. I, I, I doubt they're going to do it because CM Punk is involved in the show, but I would love to see like their own version of like what happened all out last year and have like a whole thing behind the scenes and get like their own Dave Meltzer on the show, like their own version of Dirt Cheese and all that. And maybe have like their own like uh, like uh, WrestleCon, like just things that like, you know, we see more intricate into the show. And so well, they did a plane ride from Hill last season, right? True. So yeah, I'll so build. Maybe- was uh naked on a plane last season so so, so maybe we'll get like a, a brawl out or whatever or like their own version of a of what happened in chicago that'd be punks, hilarious the headline imagine walks out of heels <laughs> imagine you have like the the press conference and you have like ricky rabies and like you know jack spade just kind of sitting there and he's just here they're eating like muffins or whatatever like you're gonna do you could do something right something on, on the nose oh, oh ac yeah ac yeah, definitely yeah. like the cm punk of like oh, yeah. this show, I feel like. Oh well, no, Ace drinks too much. <laughs> now. True. So Ace yeah, does drugs and drink drunk a lot. CM Punk. So yeah, that's true. CM Punk's sober asshole. So this is a completely different feeling around here. But uh other than that, you know, you made your first trip to Detroit. Seems like yes. forever ago. But yeah. um SummerSlam weekend was in Detroit this year. I'm pretty sure everybody's aware of that. Um the BSK ran through the city one time and we had a great time. Um, how did you we went to gcw uh my yes. name is yes at the legendary harpo's theater in detroit if you not from detroit harpo's used to be a punk um concert spot um it, pretty much everything punk um indie rock rap anybody can pretty much rent out this hall and you know throw a concert um the hall has seen better days it's uh <laughs> but it's what do you expect from a gcw venue but it's it's it calculates the the like the struggle of that side of the city it's in. It looks just like it's from the east side of Detroit. Um, <laughs> and it felt like the heat that was in the east, east side of Detroit because um it was about 130 degrees inside of this place while we were there. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I I've been to a couple of GCW shows, but also the one thing I'll say about GCW shows in New York is we have air conditioning, at least. Oof. Um, but this definitely gave me the authentic indie feel. I, I've always heard about like you know ECW shows, ring around shows with no AC and just sweating and this and that. I never really like witnessed that like you know in death like this but this was this was it this is people trapped in like sardines watching glass breaking um and just sweating their asses off just and sweating. yeah we, we we stayed the whole show some people had to tap out but we you know we we stuck through it i, I wanted to see jeff hardy and, and I, I snuck my way through the front row and i got to see the once in a lifetime jeff hardy and nick gage uh at one point me and, and brayden we almost got like glass thrown in our face i'm pretty sure that night i had to like pick out glass out of my ankle um but it was definitely like an authentic <laughs> experience um because the thing is the gcw shows here in New York, I know they do it in Jersey, but in New York, they don't really do as much violence. So they don't really have blood. They don't really have really? Like, the deathmatch style. Yeah. New York doesn't really allow that. So I never wow. really saw like the, uh, an authentic GCW show. Yeah. This one wasn't like crazy, crazy, but you had, your, you know, your spots, you had your glass break and you had some skewers at some point. Um, So you had like some of that, but like, yeah, I never really saw like that type of GCW. So it was definitely, uh, you know, on brand GCW. Yeah. And I wasn't uh, aware of that. Like, yeah. I didn't know you guys could because every time I've seen them three times. I've always yeah. seen like, Detroit does it. The ring. Yeah. Yeah. New Jersey is fine. Like whatever they do shows in Atlantic city, they have like the tournament of death and all that. They just yep. go all out. But in New York, they don't really allow it because of the, I guess the commission or whatever. Mm-hmm. So I never really got to see that. Um, but yeah, this okay. one, you kind of warn me, you're like, Oh, you know, make sure you look at the speakers. Cause they're going to be jumping off of that. And they did. They did yeah. 
Because I like how they have like the stage, and then like where the mosh pit is supposed to be is where the ring is set up. So you kind of yeah. have to like look down at the ring. Mm-hmm. So like you said, if you don't get there early enough, you're not going to really catch a, a good view. But you're able to. You found this a little secret little spot by, uh, oh, by yeah, the floor that on. we were able to watch. Oh, so yeah. we definitely did good with that. But yeah, the heat, man, the heat was like the one thing that like we just shout out to April, uh, Brayden's girlfriend, who kept um passing around this like fan that we were oh, like man. using saved all night. Our long. Lives. That pocket fan saved our lives. We were just passing it around like it was a joint. Um, <laughs> the the stage in there is great. The, the setup in there is great. Now, the only thing is wrong is the AC. That is the only thing wrong with the venue. Um, everything's right there. It's a huge place when you go inside. You don't think it's that big when you step when you're outside and you go inside. It's like, no, it's wow, big. this thing is mm-hmm. huge. But the placement of the ring is perfect for that, for the space that it's in. And of course, like I guess I've been there three times. I know where to get and see a good show, John. Trump, come on. You thought I was gonna <laughs> have you guys not seeing the show. You get into this little cubby area, and then nobody goes back there, as you can see, mm. like like nobody's up on it. So they, they all try to like hover over the balcony and stuff. It's like, no, it's right. a perfectly good spot right here. Or they go by the entrance over on the other side, which is yep. like, no, I can see these guys fine from here. <laughs> so and you don't get too much light tube dust on you. So standing sure. in the back is good for me. So and um, like if you're a guy like me, likes to smoke while you're at the show, you can do that in the bag and it's not like bothering anybody. You're not hampering anybody's fun. Um, now, if it was a thing where I hit the mega millions, um, of course, I'm going to invest into that place because it's perfect. But I didn't stay for uh, Jeff Hardy. I had to go out and get the car ready because I didn't want you guys to be trapped in that heat any longer. You know, I couldn't show you guys that type of thing i had to I had to bring that car around but uh jeff he just came out and like handshaking the gauge i didn't see what really happened yeah so pretty much what happened was blake christian he won the main event against uh mike bailey and he of course is talking shit he's a heel whatever he's talking shit about detroit talking shit about everybody in the back and then jeff oh, hardy great. comes out and the whole time people were waiting for jeff hardy because he was promoted as to be on the show not after the show so people were like where the hell is jeff hardy so they kind of expected him so jeff hardy comes out with his music and everything gets in blake christian's face takes him out uh, with the twist of fate and that's when nick gage comes out he's like the real surprise and him and jeff hardy kind of have like a heart to heart and kind of like you know uh, shout out to troy shout out gcw and all that and just end the show on a high note with uh, them okay. too really um and then they were like oh you know make sure everybody it was pretty much like a commercial for the the concert you know if you want more of me uh stay on I mean, and people did stay when people stay left people yeah. left and went right back online so um yeah if, if it wasn't for the fact that it's my first time in detroit i kind of want to see other things and plus it's 130 degrees in there i probably would have considered <laughs> it but um i'm not that big of a what the hell's the name of his band? Perox Peroxygen? Peroxygen. Yeah. Yeah, you gotta say like eh, because there's yeah. a question mark in there. I'm thing. not that I'm not that big a fan of Peroxygen because um because <laughs> I, now I you made it sound German. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but no, um when I was leaving out to go get the car, it was a line already wrapped around the building that states to see Jeff. Yeah. I don't know if they like um left out of the building to go back in line. I think but so. it was it was guys in full Jeff Hardy cosplay. Like I seen like four guys completely dressed like Jeff. One was like yeah, six five. I was somebody like, just came in, yeah, just for that, not even for the yeah, wrestling show. I didn't know it was that big a peroxygen thing. <laughs> I, I gotta, I gotta say it like that. I'm sorry, I can't. I read it like I say it. I mean, I say it like I read it, but 
yeah, it was cool, man. It was it was nice having you guys all in in my city for once. It's like, dude, I didn't have to pay for a hotel, and I see you guys. It's cool. Yo, and, and, and Detroit, Detroit was cool, man. Like once we like headed the downtown Detroit, everything is right there. You know, you had Comerica everything. Park yep. and Ford Field right there. You had the restaurants there. You had all types of things. At one point, we checked out like this really cool um right by the WWE store. There was like this park. It's like outside park that I guess like I forgot yep. who told me. I think it was Davey who told me that like originally was like a bad neighborhood, but they just like took it down and made it into like an actual outside park, and it was cool. There was like you know rollerblading out there. Yep. And it was like campus marshals was uh, yeah yeah that's it's like um so the big company here now that's like taking over is rocket mortgage uh dan gilbert bought the whole city that's why it's in beautiful shape right now shout mm-hmm. out to dan gilbert um and they took that spot and just was like oh we're gonna build it's um it's like a rollerblading park and uh they have a skate park on the other side of it too if i don't know if you guys seen that but tony yep. hawk tony hawk actually opened that skate park like when it oh first, okay. it's, i think it's his skate park i think um nice. he has like four in the city now i think but um so yeah all the development now and i'm like oh you guys are gonna love it man because people have a uh, misperception about detroit like yeah it's it's completely riddled with crime and violence but <laughs> yeah our downtown is beautiful if you want to stay downtown and you want to just mingle downtown you can um so many people travel from out of town to come see the SummerSlam uh, event um as i was walking up to the event uh, SummerSlam, i'm sorry kind of all over the place but as i was walking to the event people were just talking to me like hey yeah i'm from boston where should i go to get this another guy's like i'm from north carolina where should i go and I'm oh like, yeah it definitely felt like wrestlemania vibes. Yeah. Like people out of town yeah people from all types of town like coming mm-hmm. in with wrestling shirts so definitely felt like wrestle wrestlemania and uh some of the food spots like were great man we we checked out buddies eh, it was all right yeah uh but we went to the spot called the skip that had this like amazing like like irish coffee that was really good but my favorite spot and shout out to allison k for recommending it on twitter the hudson the cafe Hudson for cafe, breakfast baby. that place was freaking popping it was oh, so yeah. freaking good man i got when, when you start thinking of food like a week after and you're just like oh that that definitely stayed with you and that's what it feels like <laughs> with me i'm like i kind of want one of those like omelets that i had over there Ooh. um yeah I and then even like someone like too, the um everything they have is great yeah shout out to frank he found a nice little spot there like 10 minutes away not even from ford field and we like a couple mornings we just like ordered like food mm-hmm. and we got like this one other breakfast spot that had like some strawberry like french toast whatever it was it was amazing like, just like even just local i, I like to order from like, local spots i don't care mm-hmm. what the hell it's called yep some really good food man i'm just like really oh, yeah. impressed with, with some of the detroit cuisine i guess our downtown man is just filled with food um i wish i could have buddies is buddies is good buddies is okay right. yeah but it's you know you know of course i the local knows you know of course i know better detroit style pizza places but don't worry we get we got time we got we got time we we're buddies we're, we'll we'll figure this out i need you guys to come in town for like a um, just like a weekend and yeah. we can really do it up i'll take you yeah no i i definitely want to come to detroit like i want to like a lot of these towns that i go to for wrestling i want to go back when it's no wrestling like for toronto for example i would love to just go to toronto and just hang out there for like a week without any wrestling just kind of yeah because there's so much stuff to do and same thing with detroit um i kind of want to just go there and just kind of see some more stuff that i didn't get a chance to but yeah it looks like a pretty awesome town especially uh-huh. downtown there uh we went we went we hit up the uh the, the karaoke spot uh, yeah um, that was really cool i like that it, yeah, felt like, that was, it definitely felt like a speakeasy it, little it, hidden it, spot it's that is that vibe because even you have to buy a drink before you go in the back yep. and it's like and you can't hear any of the karaoke going yeah. on in the front like the front half is like you don't even know what's going it, on back there it feels like a totally separate bar like yep. you know you wouldn't even know it's there unless like somebody told you it's like like a, like a secret like i said like a secret speakeasy like oh yeah, it's like a drink and and say the code word and go to the curtain and then you, you go <laughs> to the curtain and you're like curtain? what is that because yeah. yeah, i can't hear anything coming out of there like somebody i think 
somebody was singing when we went in and i'm like oh, i didn't hear that shit at all no <laughs> like i didn't know what was going on but yes yeah, that's, that's a nice spot davy actually found that i didn't know about that spot until the first time Braden and davy came down and oh really okay yeah, yeah had, there's one in new york and i don't even know where it is but i need to like just find that just like like sometimes i karaoke sometimes i didn't like i didn't feel like doing it that night but i just mm-hmm. like to kind of just go in just like feel the whole vibe and just like you know have yeah. a drink and just watch other people i need to find out where this new york one is because i definitely would check it out check the alleys because that's in the alley so mm, yeah because <laughs> remember we walked we had to walk through the alley a little yeah, bit yeah it was like it was like really hidden <laughs> yeah a guy tried to sell us drugs we were walking in so yeah it was yes cool. yeah that did happen. <laughs> that, but I, but was, I'm, I'm used to that living yeah in authentic York, so. detroit experience right there uh <laughs> how did you um how did you like the SummerSlam event though it was good. It was very long. Uh, I'll be honest, oh, like Jesus Christ. the second half, I don't remember as much as the first half. Um, you know, there was a lot of drinking, a lot of things going on. Um, but I definitely enjoyed like the whole experience. I like how everything is just so close by. It's like we literally could just hang out and like turn around and here we are Ford Field. But just, you know, the whole show was actually really well done yeah. um, where we like we were on the floor, me and Frank. So I couldn't really see like most of the show. So at one point I just kind of got up and just kind of just kept walking around and get different perspectives. That was like the only like negative was like the way it is like the whole floor is like this giant like loop to go around so it's like to even find the bathroom i had to like loop around the entire like floor to find the bathroom so it's like a lot of times like i i'm like i don't want to go back to my seat because i have to like walk around the entire stadium <laughs> yep. so i'm like let me just find another spot so i just kept finding random spots after using the, the restroom just to get a different perspective of it before feels really nice man i yes. i was able to sneak my way right to the front for uh just for logan paul just to catch a video for my son but yeah here's logan paul here's your prime buddy um, but yeah, I, I, is, I, it's ridiculous. <laughs> it's but, um, crazy. But yeah, I, I enjoyed the show for the most part. Yeah, the, the ending, the last match was a little too long. I think I was nodding off just like everybody else was. Yep. But the majority of the show, just the experience was, I think, really good. Was it the best SummerSlam? No. Was it probably wasn't even the best WWE PLE this year. No. But um, it definitely had definitely had its moments and just just to be in a stadium just felt really cool. I haven't feel like haven't had that in a while since like um you know like the WrestleManias and all that. Yeah. So. I haven't been in there for wrestling since WrestleMania 23, and mm, I had okay. one of the worst seats you can possibly have. <laughs> um, all the way against the wall in the 300s, I sat for WrestleMania 23. Um, and so I was like, yeah, I would never do that again. Well, I was, you know, I didn't pay for my ticket. You know, I was a kid. Right. Too. So it was like, all right, cool. But this was completely different. I had my entire family with me. Um, me and my nephew hung out. Um, that's why I didn't really meet up with you guys. I had my nephew with me and we hung out all day. We went yeah, down there. You guys had a blast. Yeah, oh, I'm man. Some videos. At 3.30, yeah. we went down there um, and just walked around and just like, because he's never been in anything like this. So mm. we just walked around, got to feel everything. Um, WWE had some great booths set up for everybody to enjoy while you wait. The merch stand from the time that I got there, from the time that I left, was popping everybody had on a yellow la night shirt i swear yeah. they knew what they were fucking doing so they can count how many people had that shirt on because it they they were selling out that shirt was selling out so you know that and and um miniature title belts selling out people were looking oh, i can't get a 2x they were going to other merch stands to get their shirt size it was ridiculous la night yeah, we we were hearing yeah chance at gcw and that's saying something because gcw is anti-wwe for so for a wwe chance to make its way to an indie show especially gcw is saying much so i heard yeah LA chance night at was, the mall the day before oh my god at the yeah. mall Sino. um he's the most over person i've ever seen in detroit but it just took the place of the woo you know usually yeah. you you walk in Wrestling fans, woo, no woos, yeah, was, no yeah. woos, oh yeah, <laughs> oh yes, I, I like that, Um, if you watch Botchamania from this week, um, 
usually when it's a WWE show in town, it's a guy, um, hardcore Christian guy who's outside mm-hmm. and he's spatting the word. <laughs> yes, yes. Christ. He's at every WWE show, every single yep. one I've seen. Um, at Hell in a Cell, he was outside like, you're going to a place called Hell. Why would you go in there? <laughs> so, but the guy has finally made Botchamania and... We were oh man, I, I was I thought I was gonna be in that video on Bajamani because I was right there. I remember that spot. That shit was hilarious. Oh my, oh god. my god, we were giving him yeah, what chance? And he's he's calling back. You he was over like LA night, so <laughs> it was great. He, he was so lost, he had no idea what they were doing. He had it was, no idea. He was getting yeah and what at the same time, and he couldn't react to both. And it was the funniest thing. My nephew's like, What is his problem? I have no idea, dude. But yeah, you, it was you, pretty cool, man. You can't bring that shit to a wrestling show. Like you're, you're only gonna get like yeah, no. they're, they're gonna they're gonna counter back with something. Trust no. me, you're not gonna like it. I was at the 2K booth. Um, with me and my yeah, and you tell me that you got like a free season pass or something. Free like, season pass with both. That's of us. awesome. Yeah, he he has the Xbox. I have the PS5, and he's like, hey, you guys play the game? I'm like, yeah. He's like, got it at home? Yeah. He just give us his car with the season pass on it. Um, that was cool. Um, actually, my nephew got caught out by some kid that was playing, and he lost, so he kind of disgraced the family. And I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm de- yeah, I'm decided on do I want to continue with him as my nephew right now? <laughs> so, <laughs> deleted his create his creative ca- wrestler character. Yeah, you know, we, I just played him. We we're playing the game. I beat him, and then the kid behind us like, "Hey, you want to play me?" And I'm like, "He just call you out, dude." <laughs> I'm like, "Well, go ahead." And he gets in there and he loses, and Damn. I yeah, I. I trash him the whole night, <laughs> like the entire time. When my cousins get there, I'm like, hey, listen, hey, look, he lost his kid. He called him out. He's, he's like, no, I'll beat him. I'll beat him anybody. I'll beat you again. So we got a little little beef going on, me and my nephew, man. Shout out him. He, he's the coolest, man. He's He played, Um, I brought him over and he played the AEW game one time and said, no, mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't like this. I don't. <laughs> I don't um, I'm, 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 I'm going to say a little secret right now. I'm not going to lie. So last night, uh, I, for some reason, like, I think it was because like, we went to the museum when I was mm-hmm. in Detroit. Shout out to the forgot the name of the museum that we went to, but shout out to that. Art museum. So ever yeah, since, ever since then, I think actually I even told Davey at the time. I'm like, kind of this kind of what makes me want to play Assassin's Creed because Assassin's Creed, you know, there's a lot of like historical elements, whatever. So last night I was like looking at. I haven't played like the last like three Assassin's Creeds, believe it right. or not. So I was looking at him. I'm like, I kind of want to play one of these. Um, and for some reason, the 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 origins one, the one that was like Egypt, really stood out to me. I'm like, I kind of want to play this right now. So I went to download it. And it's like, oh, you are 15, uh, you know, 15 gigs, like, uh, short of downloading this. You need to delete something. So I was going through my games. I looked at, <laughs> I looked at Fight Forever and I was like, Ouch. I'm never going to play this again. And I went Ooh. ahead and deleted it. Like, obviously I could re-download it, but, um, yeah, I was like, eh, let me just get rid of this just to play some Assassin's Creed. It's a day game, um, dude. It's a day But yeah, game. we, we can kind of transition <laughs> this into, 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 into video games a little bit here. Cause I, I did pre-order the new, um. PS5 Spider-Man edition. Really? Yeah. So oh, I've so had jealous. my PS5 since it came out. I was like one of the first people to get it. I pre-ordered it right through PlayStation themselves. I got it the day of while right. everybody else was complaining about going to GameStop. I'm like, nah, I just went through, cut the middleman out and I went straight to Sony and I pre-ordered it and I got it, whatever. Right. So I've had it since day one. So it's been like a good, like what, four years that came out, I feel like? Going on, so. Yeah. Yeah. Because it came out like right during the pandemic, right? So like, like three, four years. Yeah. In the so, 2019. So I don't know if it's like because of the heat, but like I think I brought this up before. I'm having like a lot of like issues where it just kind of turns off on its own and it's like overheating. And I've like I've gotten a fan, I've changed the placement of it. Um, I have like the AC installed now, so I feel like mm-hmm. that's definitely helping out by keeping it cool. But I was like, right. you know what? I don't want to take any chances, especially for a game like Spider-Man, which I want to play. So I was like, as soon as there's another system announced, I'm gonna go ahead and pre-order it and just trade this in and just use it, whatever. So my friend who actually works at GameStop was like, Yeah, we're taking pre-orders 
for the Spider-Man PS5, and they only had five pre-orders available to do. I was like, oh shit. So I went wow. there, I dropped my 50 bucks, pre-ordered it. And so yeah, so when it comes out, it actually comes out the first of September next month. Um, I'm just going in, I'm just gonna trade in my my current PS5 and just put the credit towards it and just buy it's like 600 bucks for that PlayStation, but Sheesh. my trade in my trade in and everything, it should be like at least half of that should be off. But it comes with the game, so it's like okay, that makes sense yeah, to come with the actual Spider-Man game. But it's sick, it's like a it's Spider-Man PS5 yeah. that's like being overtaken by Venom, so you have like the black going into yeah, it and everything, I'm and so the remote jealous. is PS5. Mm-hmm. So I was like, Yeah, it's time for me to upgrade and uh it makes sense to get a Spider-Man one. And my son doesn't even know. My son's in Texas. So when he comes back, he's going to see this PS5. And, symbiote yeah. suit PS5. The thing that sucks is, though, like the system comes out September 1st, but the game doesn't come out till October. So you have the system, but you can't play the actual game for like another month or so. But yeah, I think it's time for me to upgrade because I haven't really been playing games because of this issue. I haven't had a chance to like play Resident yeah. Evil 4, uh, the new Dead Space I haven't played. It has to be like really like games that don't have much power like aw aw is fine <laughs> it never turned off when i played aw because that one wasn't really using that much uh i guess memory <laughs> from the system um but yeah i had to delete it i had to delete uh aw for now just so i can play assassin's creed i'm really into like a uh, assassin's creed for some reason I-, I used to love those games but i fell off the last couple of years so i'm going to try to see if i can uh make well, up went for to that. the museum that's that helps <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like i went to the said, museum that, that, it obviously Frank almost, got it, yeah. Frank almost got arrested because he kept trying to steal the, the van go whatever off the wall i don't know what was going on with frank <laughs> Uh, the alarm kept going off. It was like, please back away. Please back away. That shit was so... And I kept saying to Frank, like, Frank, you're too close to the thing. Like, he, he doesn't realize it, but he kept, like, touching it. I'm like, you can't touch, like, Picasso. Like, I'm sorry. Like, oh, Frank almost got oh, us arrested Frank. in Detroit. And the last thing I want to do is 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 be in a jail cell in Detroit. So, yeah, you don't want to go spend a night in county, all right? It's not what you want to do. I've been there. It's not... The holding is not fun. It's not fun. And it's like, oh, what are you in here for? Oh, this this guy over here touched the uh, the Van Gogh orange orange uh, painting. <laughs> it's like, oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> you New Yorkers came to steal Van Gogh from Detroit. <laughs> You're going to take it back. But- <laughs> and it's funny because, like, and I was thinking, I was talking to one of my coworkers about this the other day. It's like going to the museum and going, going to like SIDS and all that. Like this stuff is here in New York and I never yeah. do it. But for some reason, when I go to other cities, I'm like, yeah, this is awesome. And I'm like, I can legit any day of the week, hop on the Metro North train and head over to the city and go to any of these museums, any of these like Broadway plays, all the stuff is here. And I just never do it in my own town. But you don't oh, if I go to Toronto, and that's why I want to go back to Toronto. Cause it's like, I seen like the hockey hall of fame and it's like, dude, I like going to hall of fames. I went to the NFL hall of fame. I'm planning a trip to go to the basketball hall of fame, but I wanted to see the hockey hall of fame. You know what I mean? And I, I rode past it like four times every time I'm in Toronto. So it's yeah. like, yeah, I want to see that. I want to see some other museums and other sightseeing things too like yeah. go to the top of the i never got to the top of the um what's that the sears tower see or not the sears tower but the cn tower, CN, CN tower. Yeah. but i wanted to do that one time yep. but so i'm gonna have to book another trip to toronto pretty and same, thing we should, we should yeah. same thing in detroit there was some things i think like i saw there was like a comedy bar that was there that i needed, yep. i wanted to check out i know it's like not the best i heard but mom spaghetti the line was ridiculous and i'm like i kind of want to try it just say i tried i don't it. know over the weekend Everybody went, every, all the wrestling fans went to Mount Spaghetti and yeah, it's in the alley crazy. too. So, but like, yeah. I've never seen a lines like that. It's usually had, like, no way. Have you had it yourself? Yeah, like, I've it's had, not it. That good, I had right? it twice. It's, yeah, it's, it's like spaghetti, it's, spaghetti in a box. Like, it's right. It's not, it's spaghetti. It's spaghetti. It's and, and, spaghetti, spaghetti, yeah, and spaghetti. You're, and, you're Italian. You're not going to like that shit. That's why I knew like, I wasn't going to like it, but it's like, yeah, just to no. say, just, you know, do it for the gram, right? Take a picture. I have mom spaghetti and, you know, yeah. M&M. That's, that's what it's really for. Get a spaghetti but sandwich. Of, yeah. Speak, there's another, another transition here. Speaking of like, uh, uh, rappers with their own, like, uh, businesses i don't remember doing this but supposedly um i ordered ghostface killer's coffee the other day <laughs> what is it called I don't know what's going on. 
Uh, all I'm going to say is since my son hasn't been here this summer, I've been just like doing whatever the fuck I want to do. So whatever. So I woke up, I, I came home yesterday and, and there was like a box <laughs> of like, it's like killer coffee. I'm like, what the hell is this? I opened, coffee. It up, I opened it up and it's like Shaolin cannoli flavor. And I'm like, oh, what is this? <laughs> um, I'm not going to lie. I know you guys can't see the video, but I've been drinking it this morning. This shit is mad good. I'm not Why aren't lie. you I, making a commercial for this? You know, you should. Uh, what are well, you doing? Worry, I, I went ahead and then posted it. I think I tagged them on Instagram. They went ahead and reposted it and all that. But I went on the website. I'm going to check out the other flavors right now that they have here for the Killer Coffee. But um, shout out to Ghostface for his... Uh, he has his own actual shop in Staten Island for the Killer Coffee that That's I haven't so been able cool. to check out. That's so cool. But, but I'm, I'm looking on the website. They have a vanilla milkshake. They have marble cake. Supreme Dark Roast, Marvelous Medium Roast, uh, Shaolin Cannoli, which is the one that I got, and Chocolate Chip Mint. And they're not that expensive. They're like ten, twelve dollars a bag. So you know, so I might have to go and get some more of this uh, killer coffee here. But uh, shout out to any hip hop artist out there that tries to you know make a a business. You have you know RZA. I still got to check out RZA's uh, Alamo movie theater in Staten Island. He has a movie um, theater. Yeah, well, it's Alamo like chain. That makes sense. His own yeah. like uh, kung fu inspired one. So yeah, that makes sense. Um, he that's on brand for him. He should have that. I That's... think Raekwon has like a barber shop in Toronto, but I told like Braden about it. He's like, "Yeah, you don't want to go there." So I'm like, "Oh fuck, okay." <laughs> but um, yeah, shout out to any of these uh these artists that try to, uh, you know, expand beyond hip hop and actually uh, do something. And it's apropos because it's been 50 years of hip hop. We literally just had Absolutely. the 50th anniversary Absolutely. of hip hop. I am jealous. I couldn't uh take the day off and go to Yankee Stadium to check out um this crazy lineup with run dmc i don't know you were just complaining about a four-hour SummerSlam. could you sit there for an eight-hour concert at Yankee State? <laughs> yeah i know it's you know what at least that's like a little bit different like if, if let's just say summer let's just say SummerSlam was like a wrestling show right and the first hour was like wwe and the second hour was aw and then you have gcw kind of like a wrestle yeah wrestle wrestlemania yeah. weekend where you have different shows happening that's what that, kind of what this hip-hop different. concert was because you have different like artists come out and do different things mm-hmm. so yeah eight hours i don't know if i'd be able to do that but there is a lot of other hip-hop shows happening the next this whole summer honestly that i'm gonna try to go to um, yeah. there's like two shows in september there's a lot of free shows they're doing like in the bronx or whatever so i haven't had a chance to do any of this hip-hop 50 stuff but um i'm definitely gonna try to check out as much as i can before the this year's over i'm but, gonna yeah, they, try to go see uh 50 cents last uh run yeah it's another yeah. one he was just here in barclays and i'm like i can't believe these tickets and the tickets are expensive like you think wrestling tickets are expensive Dude. try to get tickets to like a 50 cent buster rhyme show it's ridiculous it's ridiculous um but it i mean it's his last and I honestly believe this is 50's last tour. He's never, if he says this is the last, he's not going back on tour. He is not happening because he, 50 knows when to get out. <laughs> he knows exactly yeah. when. So, I mean, I, and I've never seen 50 ever in concert. And I grew up, I was 13 yeah. when Gibbers Die Trying came out. It was, he was the best rapper in the world to me at one point in time. So, and I would love to go see 50 Cent. Um, I haven't bought tickets yet. Hopefully, I get gifted them by my dad. Hopefully, I'll be here <laughs> talking right now and it gives me some tickets. But yeah, I, I can't wait to go. Other than that, it's no one, no other concerts that I, I want to see. Um, as of yet, I haven't seen any yet, but yeah, 50 yeah, is I- definitely on my list right now. I don't know if it happened already or if it's happening, but I know there was like a, a Lionel Richie Earth, Wind & Fire concert coming Ooh. up soon in MSG. So I, I kind of want to do things like that. Like, I feel like as I'm getting 
up there in age, it's like, I don't know, everything has to be hip hop. You know, I can see some some old soul, some old. That's another thing I didn't get a chance to do was uh, the Motown Museum in, in Detroit. I wanted to check oh, out. Oh, man. Um, but yeah, you, I'm you just, didn't go by the house at all. It's, it's just the I house. I saw it. Yeah, it was a little like out out of the way for me mm-hmm. a little bit, but I was considering it. I wanted to go there. I also wanted to check out the building from the Martin show that you were telling me about. That, oh, yeah, that yeah. Right like down the street. Yeah. <laughs> um, so no, we didn't get to check the Motown Museum, but that's something for, for the next time. Um, but um, yeah, there's a lot of like shows. There's like a Dave Chappelle like uh, stand up that's happening. He'll be, yeah, here. he'll be here too. Yep. So OCA. I just want to do like I want to do as much as possible, man. I just wanted to check out like all these shows and stuff. I wish you could have seen the Motown Museum because they still have the um, studio intact. That's like, awesome. I saw everything. pictures of it. Yeah, I yeah. Saw it's everything is still intact and nothing's moved. Like all their old um, all the everything they used to record on, all the microphones, everything is still there, and it's it's so dope to see. It's like, dude, you're this is a house. This is not a this is not a studio. This is just someone's like two family house. They just turned into like the greatest hit factory that you can make in the world. So, and man, it's, it's dope. And they had the house next door. I think Rosa Parks used to live in. So, Oh shit. Yeah. It's like right there. on. I think I forgot what they renamed it. I think it's someone's, I think it's Marvin Gaye Boulevard or something like that. Or okay. so, it's yeah, it's one of those boulevards it's named after one of those guys, but yeah, it's really dope. So you could have knocked out two birds with one stone if you wouldn't seen that. So but, um, the 50 years. Hip- no, I was gonna say yeah on the hip hop things before I forget it. I just want to say rest in peace to Magoo, you know, from oh, Timbaland yeah. and Magoo fame. So he, yeah, you know, he wasn't like the best, yeah. the the best well known rapper, um, but he had some hits, man. Like I, you know, growing up in the in the nineties and all that, you know, Timbaland and Magoo, Missy Elliott, Aaliyah, they all had hits. Genuine, like, and yeah. Magoo had a couple hits, and the the videos, the videos are what stood out to me. The the up jumps the boogie music video, yep. um, with with him and Timbaland, and then he just just that team, that. man, that yeah. team in general. Well, you got to think. Like you just named all those people you just named off. Timbaland couldn't really worry about Magoo. <laughs> you know yeah, what I mean? That's he, true. Had, he had his own career. Missy's, Aaliyah's, everybody's yeah. to fucking push. M- M- and Magoo was, was kind of like forgotten about it. Like Timbaland had like one or two albums, and after that, Timbaland just kind of went his own thing. Magoo wasn't like yeah. the best rapper, but he had like that very um intriguing voice. He had like very yeah, like kind of yeah. like a high pitched, like nasally type voice, kind of like Imagine like Steven, uh, Steve Urkel rapping in a way, yep. but, but like he, more smoother, a smoother, yeah, way smoother, like Stefan, Stefan Stefan Urkel. Urkel. Yeah. yeah, there we go. <laughs> That's how but I would Ma- say Magoo. Magoo was. Yeah, Magoo was cool, man. He if if I think of '90s music, I think of Timbaland and Magoo. Like when you hear, like if I was to play "Love to Love You" right now, I just I just feel like I'm seven and my brother's the coolest person in the world to me, and you know what I mean. Like everybody's wearing guest suits and stuff like that. Like it's oh, just. Yeah. That feeling, man. I'm pretty sure that whole year that came out is kept going around saying the bird is the word, the bird, 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 the bird is the word. Like that's like when you have like just one line like that to stick in your head forever. That's you know that's your part of hip hop. He 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 did his 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 part in the 50 years of hip hop for sure. And he had the look. He had the look. The Kango hat. The small mm. glasses, the big fucking pork chop sideburns. That look is iconic to him. Even though, like, oh, yeah. I seen a picture of him in his fifties. I'm like, I just still see a can go on that guy's head. I can't even see that fitted right now. Mm-hmm. But man, it's rest in peace, Magoo. Man, it's, it's rest really in peace sad. Magoo, He's only sure. fifty years old. So yeah, young, man, fifty years old. Did you get a chance to check out? I know the entire hip hop fifty Yankee Stadium show is on YouTube. I'm, mm-hmm. I didn't get a chance to watch the whole thing, but I was like skimming through it, trying to like catch like surprises and all. That's a lot. A lot happened. Obviously, it's a lot. Sure, but- <laughs> So how much I of caught it a couple, did you get to, uh, yeah anything stood out i caught a couple dj sets i um lately i've been obsessed with scratching like i don't know what it is about me i i don't know i've been obsessed with djs um i'm even looking into buying my own like practice scratch pad 
Mm-hmm. Like I'm obsessed with DJs right now. I have no idea why, but I watched um I watched like Kick Preset, you yeah. know what I mean. A couple other guys that was that were up there uh, mixing. Uh, Manny Fresh did a bomb set. Um, so I don't know. I don't know what what is up with me right now. So you know, I I, I love Scratchy right now. It's just so. Are, it's just... Are, are you, are, did you just watch Juice or something? Did you... <laughs> <laughs> no, but when I when I do start learning, I'm going to put on a pair of black gloves, fingerless black gloves. Like you there's, there's been one too many shows um, that I used to go to where like the hip hop ass, whether it be like a Raekwon or like a freaking Onyx, where the hell was performed that night that just mm-hmm. showed up late. So the first two hours would always be just like DJ sets. So it's like I've I've and at the time I was like upset, like I just want to see the damn artist, but I'm yeah. like damn, I wish I would have like appreciated it more because we had some like standout like djs just kind of doing their own dj sets and we just you know just one of the main artists but um yeah yeah and i was a big fan of dj hero so I, my brother like i mentioned this before but my brother was a dj so my first like literally introduction to hip-hop was like turntables and vinyl and going through all yeah. the crates and everything so i i do like love that and it, it is like a unfortunately it's like a part of hip-hop that's really not there because everybody could just literally have everything on their laptop now yeah but shout out to the 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 djs out there that still use vinyl yeah, still use that wax, down on that wax man yeah because the thing is well, I don't own a turntable now, but I I want to I want to buy one because I, the music sounds different, of course. Oh yeah, absolutely. Um, but it's just it's such a cool skill, man. Like to see someone who can really scratch and like integrate everything together and take old beats and put that with that and put this with this and use old methods with new tools. Like it's so cool to me. I don't know when it became like the thing I want to do now. <laughs> it's no, like. It, 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 and it's funny, I actually want to speak on that for a little bit. Like you you said, like how it sounds good. It does sound good. And like yeah. during the 90s when like Napster was introduced and MP3s, yeah, it was amazing. Like you could literally have thousands of music on a little device and bring it to you. Mm-hmm. But you have to admit the sound, like it was compressed, obviously. It didn't sound the same at all. And yeah. I feel like a lot of technology might be easier now, but it's definitely taken away the sound. Like CDs did it originally, obviously it compressed it from vinyl. And then you had MP3s compressed it even more. And even something like, like AirPods, for example. So one of my AirPods went missing. I don't know what happened. My my cat must have took it. Who knows if he ate it, whatever the case is. So I'm also I, rocking one AirPod. So yeah. <laughs> so I was doing that for a little bit. I was doing the whole one AirPod thing, but I, I couldn't because it's the audio on one side. So I'm like, you know what? Let me just get like basic Apple plug-in headphones, the ones that come with the phone. I went 20 mm-hmm. bucks, whatever. I got it. I'm not gonna lie to you, I've been listening the last week or so with the with the with the the corded headphones. The sound is a lot better. They slap, right? Yeah, because you're not you're not getting like you're not having that Bluetooth interference, that wireless interference at all. It's it's literally like straight from the source to that. Yeah, this is even MP3. So imagine doing headphones with like vinyl, like exactly. the straight up, like the, the sound just kept getting worse and worse. And I feel like that has been like one of the reasons why this music doesn't really hit for me nowadays because it doesn't sound as good. But yeah. like I'll have a pair of headphones on and I'll put like an original song from like the 90s, like uncompressed or whatever. And that shit slaps. And when that's that- how it used to be yeah when you hear that fucking needle hit that wax and that crackle first hit that it's like oh shit something good about to play you know, never like it's never like oh this is about to be some bullshit. no something good is coming on when you hear that fucking vinyl crack man I, that's, that's why I, lo- I love going to to concerts like even yep. seeing somebody like like a jizza having like a, a a live jazz band perform his songs like just have that live sound there's no way to replicate that on speaking of that form. um keep it on music yeah do you watch tiny desk I've seen episodes here or there, yeah. Action Bronson has a tiny desk that just came okay. out recently. And speaking of live music, 
Dude, if you oh, want to listen, the best with that, yeah, Tiny oh Desk is amazing. God. And Bronson has the perfect songs for Tiny Desk, you know, because yeah. it's always melodic and real jazzy anyway, because that's right, right, pretty right. much what he chops up, and it's beautiful, man. If you, yeah, I recommend anybody to check out Action Bronson's Tiny Desk, and he's such a perfectionist, he made them like start over one song. <laughs> he's like, mm-hmm. if I don't do it right, it's not right, and man, it, I don't know, I don't know. How do you feel about Action Bronson being a, a Wu Tang fan? Because <laughs> he's, you know. I wasn't too like cool on their beef. I was hoping like when he came out, they would be like cool. I was like, please, please get along, please, because yeah, I mean, you would think they would, right? Because his style is very similar. Like, I think the thing was he sounded just like Ghostface. Like, I think it's, Ghost the, it's himself, the voice, yeah, it's yeah. the voice. Ghostface Ghost himself once said that he heard an Action Bronson song. And he's like, yeah, when did I record this? Like, I don't remember doing this. He thought it was him. Um, the beef was a little ridiculous, but I'm pretty sure they squashed it. Every yeah, they squashed but, it. Yeah, they squashed I, it. I, I like. I like Action Bronson. Like, I'm not going to go out and, like, buy a CD right away, but I'll, I'll listen to his music. You know, I, It's a I, different like, feel, though. Like, it, they sound alike, but the subject matter is totally different. So, because when you listen... A, they just need to do a song together. I don't know if they have already, but they need to do a they, song they together do a, for him. I would do, like, a small EP. I would do, mm. like, four or five songer. You know what I mean? And get it out the way. and Because they rap off the same beats. The voice is the same. Very similar style. Yeah. And I would love to hear Action Bronson over... Um, over a RZA beat, over like a couple RZA beats. So I feel like that, I feel like he I don't, he hasn't done a song with Ghostface. I'm pretty sure he he's has MF worked Doom. with Wu Tang yeah. before. I know he he's done a lot of MF Doom collab. Yeah. I think, and but I don't think he's done. I don't know about a Wu Tang collab at all. I don't know. I feel like he he might have done a song with like Inspector Deck or something. Like one of the members. Okay, before, I'm actually so. looking at um, <laughs> the Killer Coffee page. On okay, so <laughs> so um so Inspector Deck has a a little side group called Zarface that he does with Seven yeah Zarface. They, they yeah. had a song with Action Bronson. So they okay. yeah they they have had songs before. Okay, yeah Zarface. It's not, it's, it's, it's not total dope. beef. Yeah. Oh yeah, love, for sure. Man, I lo- I love that they their the Zarface last Zarface album is amazing. I'm an MF Doom fan too. So yeah. Yeah, very similar, very similar with the the styles mm-hmm. and all that. Yep. Um. So, uh, I think I think we covered a lot. So, you know, I think we I think we gave yeah. people a love because um they're gonna be hearing us every what every Wednesday morning for yeah every, up next yeah we're gonna be doing yeah for the next uh, three weeks or so we're gonna be doing up next um covering you know what up next covering uh, NXT what up next so like uh, you'll be hearing a lot more of us if you haven't heard us already um talk more about wrestling and hopefully not too much CM Punk thing but if you think about it we're gonna be doing all this through all in and all out so we're gonna be hearing our thoughts uh, uh, yeah. on this whole aw thing um but before we let it off have you seen any good movies lately any any anything that stood out no movies um i went back and watched all the marvel content that i missed out on um okay so i'm ready for this next phase i'm ready for loki um i really really enjoyed the last guardians it, it, it's amazing I, I think i watched it twice now like in yeah, bits it's, a movie. it's a long it's movie amazing. but it's really really good i've watched spider-man again I even went and watched um, I watched the last Black Panther movie because I never okay. really made it through that all the way. Okay, but I, I had to watch it now. So, I, like I said, I'm all caught up and I'm ready for the next phase. Um, I'm hoping, I'm hoping and praying that we get some Doctor Doom action. Please, mm. please give me some Doctor Doom action. But <laughs> um, yeah, I tell yeah, people so like people that that gave up on Marvel. I'm like, at least do yourself a favor and watch Guardians. If you've seen the first two, you have to watch yeah. this. It's like the end of a you trilogy. In a way. Yeah, you have to finish it. Um, have did you watch Secret Invasion or any of the shows or finish? I finished Secret Invasion too. What did you think? Like, <sighs> it was a good series. That final episode did nothing for me. Um, yeah, it was only like twenty five minutes. <laughs> um, yeah, it felt like it just, the they credits. just threw it out there without any like effort. There was no post credit scene. There was no big yeah, twist. Yeah, I, I wasn't a fan of that ending. Um, 
throughout the series, though, I did have fun. I did enjoy that. I did enjoy seeing um, Samuel Jackson stunt double take over when it comes to running. Uh, <laughs> how dare that, you? How dare you? <laughs> I forgot how old Sam was until I seen yeah, the show. I was like, he's up there. Because I, I seen the stunt double. I'm like, wait. And I thought about it, like, oh, yeah, Sam's really old. And I was like, hey, he's not running. He's not running. It's a, it's a scroll. That's what it is. <laughs> yeah, right. But I love Sam Jackson. Uh, he should be in every movie ever made ever. Um, or he has been in every movie ever made ever. But yeah, Secret Evasion was really good, though. It was, besides that that final episode, I, I enjoyed it. Um, how does this lead into Loki? I have no idea. I'm not, I don't know. I don't know what they're doing with this new Loki season. Um, it's coming yeah. up pretty soon, right? It is, and it's 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 it sucks because Jonathan Majors, his whole thing, he's in the show, but he's oh, you know geez. who knows yeah. what's going on with him. So they're not, they're not really promoting it. On top of the whole Actors Guild strike, they can't really promote it. So who knows what's happening? But yeah, you got the Marvels coming out in November. So that Nick, F- the Secret Invasion show, kind of like got you a little bit ready for yeah, that as well. That, yeah, but um, I've, I've, I've been okay. trying to catch up on some movies. Like I saw the Turtles movie when I came out. Ninja Turtles, the new animated one. I actually enjoyed that a lot. It was the most New York really the Turtles have ever yeah, been. Really fun, like so. they were talking like straight up from like like they were from like Yonkers or you're and all that. Like I'm like I seen, I seen the most that clip. Hood. I was like, this is. Yo, you saw the clip I'm talking about. This that is was the 2023 most, yes, Turtles, right? <laughs> that was the most Hood Turtles have ever gotten. We outside um, with the Bev. I know that I know that some people. I'm not going to name any names. <laughs> Davy Portman, who don't like want to give the turtles any time of day, but this is legit. Has to be like the best, like beginning to end actual good turtles movie. Like the other ones mean more to us because we grew up on them. But if you exactly. look back on them, they they weren't good movies. None they're of them bad. were. They're really maybe bad. like the CGI one was probably the best out of the bunch. But even that had its problems. This one legit is a good movie to the point where I can see it being nominated for like best animated feature at the Oscars. Oh, really? So, yeah. Okay. I honestly okay. think so. Uh, I'll check it out there for sure. I yeah, I enjoyed it. The the the, the music was great. Seth Rogen is a big like '90s hip hop head, so you know he yeah. put that music into it. And he's a big Turtles fan, so you definitely had like your little Easter eggs. But no, no, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it for sure. Um, I saw that. I saw the Gran Turismo movie. Surprisingly, was not that bad. Once I found out it was based like on a true story, like actual mm, things that happened. Okay. It's not like yeah, it's weird. Like it's called Gran Turismo, but it's like I feel like that title was hurting it because people are like, that's stupid. Why do you have a movie based on a game? But it was a really based on like that. Yeah. Yeah. But it's really based on a story that's kind of like inspired by the game, I guess you can say. So I actually was kind of enjoyed it. It had the the main star was a dude who had like a small part in Midsommar. He was like the, the British kid with the girlfriend. Like oh, OK. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. The guy with the curly hair. Right. Yeah. He's, yeah, he's yeah, the yeah. main star and he was actually really good in this. So I enjoyed that. I saw the Meg too. I didn't really like that too much. Um, it was it was a weird movie. It's like the first half was trying to take it seriously, and I just couldn't get into it. But then, like the last 10, 15 minutes was a straight up camp, and I'm like, oh, this is, this is what I want. This is what I want from a shark movie. <laughs> um, I saw that, and the last movie I saw was the Last Voyage of the De- of the Demeter. I think it's called. Um, basically, what that is is it's based on a chapter of the original Dracula movie. So okay. in the original, if you know the original Dracula story, it is like where they take a ship from Romania to England. That's how to transport Dracula's body in a casket over right. to, to England. So this whole movie is based on like that. It's based on like the actual captain. Oh, log. I did see the, I seen the, um, yeah. the previous for this. Yeah. And I liked it. And it starred, um, I want to say his name is Corey Hawkins. It's a dude that played Dr. Dre in the NWA movie. Really great actor. Yeah. Okay. Really I know what you're actor. talking about. Yeah. yeah. He's been good in everything. He's, he's, really he's good, the main, yeah. he's the main star of this movie. Um, so I actually enjoyed this movie a lot. It's rated R, a lot of gore, a lot of like, you know, Dracula in the shadows, but it definitely like it actually like was pretty well done. I'm not gonna lie. And it's it's kind of fell under the radar with all the things that's happening now. And obviously Barbie is like number one. Yeah, so it came out that. with Barbie and Oppenheimer. You you're, um, you're not gonna do but out of those four movies, I would definitely recommend 
Ninja Turtles and The Last Voyage and uh, maybe Gran Turismo catching on streaming. Meg 2, mm. you can skip that, honestly. But yeah, those are the movies that I've seen. And uh, I know we got like uh, Blue Beetle coming up, a couple of other movies, The Equalizer 3, which I want to see Denzel. Like, it looks like Denzel's chilling in my city that I grew up in Sicily. It's he never does around. trilogies. He, do- he doesn't do sequels, let alone a trilogy. So Yeah, I'm trying to think. Has Denzel like really no. done sequels? No, no right? He, that, this is his first. They, they even said like this is his first sequel ever. And, and so, is the final the final equalizer yeah, is it? Have he you likes playing equalizer his role. movies? Of Have course, you watched? Yeah. loved them. Of course, Equalizer one was really the tip of the iceberg, but two's still decent. It's not it's not like John Wick levels gore yeah. and craziness, but it's still really good. Though. I don't know if I saw two. I definitely saw one, but I want to kind of go back and rewatch the whole trilogy before the new watch one two. comes out. Yeah, definitely yeah. watch two. Two is really good too. But um, movie wise, no, I haven't caught up anything. But Gran Turismo scared me because every time a video game movie comes out. I'm always like, okay, this is the one. This is the one we're gonna we're gonna stop making video game movies. It's just gonna kill it. This is gonna kill the franchise. But I, I don't. I haven't heard anything bad or good about this movie. It seems like no one's really seen it. Well, the thing you. is, the the problem was it like it got pushed back. So technically, it didn't come out. So what we oh. saw was like an early screening to get like people to kind of talk about it. I think the original oh, gotcha, release, gotcha. the actual release date is like next week or something. So we so okay. that's probably the reason why you haven't heard too much about it. I know there's been a little bit of controversy because like the actual story, like so basically, it's a kid who like went to like some Gran Turismo Academy where they basically took people who were really good at the game and trained them to be actual racers. And this dude actually became a racer. Yeah, it's ridiculous, but it's true. It's like legit. Like I looked it up after his name is John. I'm going to butcher his name. Uh, Let me just look it up really quick. Uh, John Martinborough is his name. So Uh. the actual story was in one of the races, he, his car ended up like flipping and one of the pieces killed somebody in the actual crowd. Like an actual death was cause of this. But the thing is, this happened way after, like, his actual race where he, like, I'm not going to spoil it, but he did really well in the race, whatever. But the movie itself, what they did was they took the death that happened, like, years after and put Mm -hmm. it in the middle of the movie and kind of use that as driving force to make him get better. So it's like people are like, shit, use, like, an actual real life death scenario that happened to to give motivation (laughs) to your character. That's a little fucked up. And the fact that, like, it didn't even fit, like, in timeline sense or anything at all. But yeah, Jan Martinborough, it's, it's legit. He's uh, from England. He's a 31-year-old um, person. Mm. And he, yeah, I'm looking at it right now. He's a legit, he's a, a British he's professional game, racing huh? driver. Yeah. And this movie is actually based on, so the fact that it was based on a, on a true story was like, okay, I actually could appreciate this a lot more. And it has like nothing to do with the video game. There is like some like cute little like Easter eggs for like the game, like the sound effects and whatnot. And sometimes like they'll have like an over-the-top like display kind of, it looks like Gran Turismo. Like so the that, video game, yeah. Yeah, they were being really cute with that. Huh. Um, but I, I definitely would take this over Need for Speed. Need for Speed was just like a Need stupid was, action. It was just Fast a movie. and Furious wannabe that just took the title Need for Speed. This was actually like inspired by Gran Turismo itself. So I'm not gonna lie, like when it when a when a movie makes me want to play the game, I was like, I kind of want to play Gran Turismo now. So that's that's you know, I think it did its, its job it did pretty Confession. well. Like I, said, I wouldn't wouldn't rush out to see it, but you never played Gran Turismo? Is that no your confession? confession? I've been um I've been on the Facebook market trying to buy a racing wheel. Because <laughs> I got bored one day and I started playing uh, um, Forenza. I was like, this probably would be better if I had something to control it with. And I was like, oh, so you, you should probably watch this movie. There's a, there's a big part yeah. here. Do like a racing wheel and everything. So I think you would enjoy this. Like if, it, if it's ever on streaming, Netflix or whatever, I'll, I'll, I'll throw it, it on. It, it will be. Um, yeah, I'm sure it will be. I was 
they just said that. What what other video game could you take the best person of and make them do it? Like what you want to see a guy like be good at Mortal Kombat and you put him in a death tournament? You want to see <laughs> Grand Theft Auto? Let's see you. Uh... He's the best Grand Theft Auto player. Let's see how good he can steal. A Let's car. see how good he can steal a bank. Let's yeah. Let's see him rob a bank and see if he can make it out. That's that's a funny concept though. Like. I mean, it's been that, done before. That, it was uh, it never happened in any other game besides like basketball, at least sports game. Yeah, like yeah, golf. Well, one of, one, one like of the first, one of the first, I guess you could say, video game inspired movies was The Wizard back in the eighties, where it was a kid who was really good at Super Mario Brothers three, and the whole movie is about him like going to a tournament for Super Mario Brothers or whatever. But yeah, other than that, I can't think of too many like <laughs> movies where the kid can be really good at the game. Like, can the you see Mortal like Mortal Kombat? Is you see, like Madden the movie, like is that a thing? Is that <laughs> no? Um, oh yeah, um, New Madden just came out. Um, I'm on my campaign to ruin Madden for for the rest of my life. Uh, Madden, Why? do not buy in NFL EA Sports Madden. It's a terrible game, John. You know what, um, what are they? How do they fuck it up? They they've been fucking it up for years. It's mm. it's not like okay. I'm a football guy. I'm a my my high school helmet is behind me. This is the I. It's the only football game on the market, and it's the worst piece of shit that's coming out every year. It's just a cash grab. This is how bad this game is. Even when you load up the new game, there's only four options on your home screen. Play now, <laughs> franchise, ultimate team, and options. It's like, what am I even doing with this game? Um, it looks exactly <laughs> like the old game. Like, exactly. The commentary is the same. A copy and paste the commentary. How do you do this when the, the lead changes every year and people come in and out of the system and you got new guys and old guys, new guys leaving, co- uh, coaches, everything is changing, but you keep everything the same. It looks terrible. It plays bad. Um, all the models look the same. It's, it's like they don't even do scans anymore. The bodies, everybody looks exactly the same. Um, oh, all the mechanics are the same. It's boring. Nothing to do. They have it's a cash grab because the, the streamers play ultimate team. And so whatever the streamers do, that's what they're going to fund. And that's all they do is spend money on ultimate team packs and buy these cards. And it, it never upgrade this game. Like it's never since they, since they come to from PS three to PS four to PS five, I can tell you about three things that has changed. And that's a shame. 2k, even like NBA 2k, even they gave at least they gave us a brand new game between because the PS4 version of NBA 2K mm-hmm. and the PS5 version are two different games. Madden is the same thing across everything. <laughs> like they they're not trying anymore, and it's the only football game that a football fan can play because they did that deal where they cut 2K is out that, of the, the how, rights. How long is that happening? Is that still like they got a year gonna, left? Okay, so it's almost they got done, a year okay. left. Yeah, but to, um, they're trying to like make. They're trying to go like fight against 2K and make like college like football the, and stuff. I used to like the 2K ones. That's the ones where they would, they would cut into like the ESPN footage and all that. 2K5 like, was the greatest football game ever yeah. made. It's the, so, it's the best football game ever made. So when I lived with my, when I was younger, when my brothers used to like buy systems and games and all that, they used to buy the sports games all the time. And you had mm-hmm. one brother who was like Madden and the other brother was like 2K. So I used That's to like, like the 2K ones more. Like those are like more fun. I feel like so I'm waiting for like this whole contract thing to end. They got so to end different. it, dude. They got to end it because yeah. But I, I'll let that. Like, <laughs> I'll let my rant about Madden be the, end of the show because that's like a that's like a monopoly. You can't do. That. You can't just like take one thing and be the only person that can provide for it. That's the like only WWE being the only wrestling group. You can't do that. You know? And and that's and that's what when you wake up in the morning, you don't have competition. Why do I have to try? You know what I mean? Yeah. 
Yeah, why uh, you're gonna, you're going to buy it because it's football? Yeah, because they have no option to buy it, right? You like you want a football game, you have to buy this. Exactly. You want try. you want the football game. You want all the names. You want all the the deals. You want the, the you want the Jordan and Nike cleats and stuff. You got to buy Madden. You there's people who are trying to make games, but they don't have anything. You don't want to play with made up quarterback number one. You know what I mean? From yeah, this no, made up right? team in Detroit, that's not a that doesn't exist. You want to play with the Detroit Lions with yeah. Jared Goff, right? So, so instead of the, the the Jets, it's the the Gotham Knights. You know, yeah, like, <laughs> it's it's the it's the Detroit Tiger uh, yeah. Tiger Cats or something like that. <laughs> you know what I mean? Jared Goffman. You know, so no, we don't we don't want to play that. You want to play Madden, and it's a terrible game. So hashtag. Um, what was the, what was not the my, hashtag, hashtag not my Madden? Not my Madden. <laughs> hashtag um, drop EA because EA mm. drop EA altogether. EA sucks as a company. Yeah, I'm yeah, I'm shooting, brother. I'm shooting. Tell me what you're mad. Tell me what you're mad. I hate EA. They need to stop making <laughs> sports games. I don't know about FIFA. People might like FIFA, but I don't care. Madden sucks. So the real football. I said it. I'm shooting, brother. I'm there we shooting. Go. <laughs> But that has been an episode of What Up, though. Thank everybody for listening, man. We we, we will be back um, with this show still, even though we're doing Up Next. But it's going to be a little bit of a delay because you get to see us every week. Yep. Um, we'll be live on the Post Wrestling YouTube every Wednesday morning with Up Next talking about NXT. Um, Sino, where can they find you anywhere else? You can find me at x.com slash CinoEvil, C-N-O-E-V-I-L, on all social media platforms, Instagram, Facebook, CinoEvil. Um, but yeah, like B said, you know, catch us for three weeks. And I feel like the next episode of What Up, though, will probably be right, almost right after we finish doing Up Next, because that'll be like yeah. the beginning, middle of September. So expect another one of these um, by then. And, and hopefully we'll, we've been talking about this movie, Talk to Me, this Australian horror movie that we both have been trying to watch we and both haven't seen have it not yet. watched. <laughs> so uh, we were talking off air about this, hopefully being on streaming by the time we uh, record again. Well, but who knows? Maybe on Up Next, we'll have some uh, some thoughts on some other things that we could be watching, you know, throughout the next couple of weeks or so. I'll give you a little preview, a little taste of What Up, though, on What Up Next. Absolutely. And you can follow me at x.com i don't i don't i don't i barely i'm usually never on x but it's cool game give it to you on x it sounds so weird saying follow me on x um follow me cool game big b on x um instagram um the brian Tannehill on facebook and you can catch me on like the um the facebook group too i'm usually posting my memes and stuff in there too uh, and that's it for us, man. That was what up, though. Thank you guys for listening. Anybody who's supporting the Post Wrestling Network, the Poison Rana Network, everything. Thank everybody for everything. If you've seen your, if you've seen us at any live event this summer, thank you for supporting this whole family, man. I'm so grateful to be a part of this family. That's it, man. Thank you. Uh, Sino, anything else? No, just you know, uh, have a nice trip to Davey and Braden. Thank you for letting us um, sit in your seats for the next couple of weeks. And thank you to John and Way for allowing us to uh, represent uh, with our voices on the Post Wrestling Network. Absolutely. And that is it for us, man. Till next time, everybody. Peace. <laughs>